Live from the Thomas and Mac, it's Cofield and Company. No one, and I mean no one, is going to outwork this guy. The man has unstoppable energy. Steve Cofield. We like Steve. <laughs> but we don't love Steve. It's Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. Very echoey, Thomas and Mac. Was that okay, Ari? Did that blow out the microphone? That was awesome. Friday, Friday, Friday. John Von Toll will be along in just a little bit. We got four hours on the way. Angel's down here. He was so happy that our Friday song is back. The vast technical department uh, working on that request uh, since mid-January. We'll, we'll get to it eventually, Ari. I know how frustrated you get. We'll get to it. We're going we're gonna to figure it out. We're going to figure it out, but we rigged it. We rigged it so it works today. But it's a big Friday. Lots of NFL news to get to. Every single week we talk about Derek Carr. And now we've got fresh news that will carry us into next week. We'll get to that with all that Russell Wilson story stuff that's coming out of Seattle. In the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to one of the uh, insiders on the ground in Seattle. But uh, a lot of basketball today as we're getting ready for a UNLV basketball game tonight. Back end of the double dip against Fresno State. UNLV trying to get a little momentum. Going towards the postseason of the Mountain West Conference Tournament, lost game one on Wednesday, a close one where they had the lead, and faltered a bit down the stretch. So what's up, John? Nothing much, man. Do you want to rant about it? Go ahead. Oh, what, the traffic? Because I'm ready to. Dude, it's a nightmare. And I guess there was an accident. It blocked the two left lanes of the 215, so if you're out in that, I apologize. That sucks. But it's a nightmare. And the thing is, nobody knows how to drive when it comes to these things. Everybody's merging left and right. They're trying to zip and, and duck and dive and dodge. and It's a nightmare whenever you're trying to merge and everything's closed down to two lanes. So, I mean, it took me – I left my house. I live on 215 in Buffalo. It took me 45 minutes to get here. Yep. So, here's the thing about Las Vegas. And we haven't really complained about traffic because guess what? It slowed down. It was nothing for a while, right. for a long time. And then it picked up a little bit with the opening of town. Right? And we're yep. seeing venues are going to start allowing fans in. VGK can allow 2,600 into the building starting next week. The Speedway has its race weekend coming up next weekend. And numbers a little low, but still. 10,000 yep. uh, going to be in the stands, 2,500 in suites. People are start, starting to get back to work. Um, good. I hope there's a lot of adjustments where people don't have to go to office buildings, right? It's... I believe it's much easier to work from home. I think others find it hard because there's a lot of distractions, but I think that'll reduce, you know, the amount of people on the roads. But reality is that when we open up and we need to open up and we need to start making money in town, the roads are going to start getting more and more crowded. And it's funny about three months into the pandemic, we talked about this a bunch. We're like, wow, this is great. Yeah. You know what? They're actually working on the roads while things are down. Go but on. now we're noticing there were a lot of areas they weren't working on the roads. Like, I took the most circuitous route ever to get to the Thomas and Mac today, and this isn't come into the show and bitch about traffic, but it is, it's going to be a story in Vegas because when we come back and the roads are filled back up to, like, 80 or 90%, you're going to see the result of all the road projects and if they actually work and if they're actually well-designed. Um, you know we did a ton for, like, six months before the pandemic on the 15 and that HOV lane. Yep. Like, nothing's changed. When the roads get crowded again, it's a total disaster. Um, and they spent billions of dollars, I believe, to make the spaghetti bowl, frankly, worse. Yep. So we're all going to live through this. And I guess, you know, surface streets are going to be the deal. But here's the thing. We don't want to be where we were six months ago or even three months ago. And certainly not nine months ago where no one's on the roads and lots of people aren't making money. And the strip is not filled with people. So it's going to be crazy coming up. Yep. <laughs> there's, I was going to say, there's going to be some growing pains, but here's the thing. They worked on many of the roads. They're done. Like, I think they did a great job on the 215 for the most part, expanding it from 
the 15 going west and then, you know, around yep. the curve at sunset and then out towards, you know, going all the way out to, like, Summerlin Parkway, they did a good job. It's my neck of the woods. It is your neck of the woods. Um, and for a while it was crap, but they did a pretty good job. So, like, that area is okay. The Our Big Dig, which is a reference to Boston, they had a, a road project that lasted, like, 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um, our Big Dig apparently is the Centennial uh, 95 area exchange. Oh, it's it's never done. Uh, it's getting closer. Um, but, yeah, the Spaghetti Bowl is the bane of everyone's existence. They worked on it, and <laughs> I have to go through it. And every time I go through it as the roads get more crowded, I'm like, I don't know what they did because it's worse. Dude. It, and I'm like, I defy – I mean, maybe they've got traffic studies. I defy any – and here's the problem. The, this place is weird, Nevada, because we've got all these different – people dealing with the road projects so you go to certain people are like not us not us not us not like you don't you don't even know who to complain to but that project is an utter failure already dude i will say so there's two things if i was in control was I, if i was the king of traffic yes. and infrastructure yes. the king of snitic um i would do a couple of things one king of snitic. The, <laughs> I, we haven't used that term right. forever the, the I, stadium. I, I miss going to snitic meetings um <laughs> what's it called oh so if i i would do two things one the Russell to 15 North Exchange, where you have to get into one lane like immediately. It's one of the to worst. Get on the two, the it's 15. One of the worst design projects in the history Ever. of mankind. Ever. I would rip that wall down immediately and just allow you to merge. Uh, and the other uh, would be, of course, when you're driving uh, on the 15 again, but you're getting onto the 215 West. And the two line, the, the lanes merge to get onto the 215 uh, West from Town up. Center or Town Square, whatever you call it over there. Sucks. Uh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Sucks. I'd also go. tell the people that work outside of my window every single morning for the last three months to stop. <laughs> well, you want them to get it done, though. Well, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, they're just, like, moving rock back and forth. And every morning, every morning, 701, hey, you got that over there? Like, they're just screaming at yep. each other. It's Oh, it's such a nightmare. I've, uh, it's a good point. I've had to drop off stuff at, at your place multiple times. Right? And, and, like, over the course of multiple months, and I'm like, I don't, like, there's no, nothing's been done here. It's actually your just to get uh, in and out of your neighborhood, like it is just T-bone central. Yep. Like I'm looking around, like shaking, because uh, you know it's uh, it's in an area where people are moving pretty fast on the main drag. It's crazy, man. Really this town is crazy, and we're growing. We're going to keep growing, and I think they had a chance to get a lot of road projects right, um, but they've fallen short. And I understand. There's you know there are delays, and there's a process, and just like we 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 already talked about it around the time. The stadium was being planned. Like, we're all looking at that area, yep. that tiny parcel of land across from Mandalay Bay, and we're like, well, that that ain't going to work with the roads. That hasn't even started yet, John. Right. I know. That was actually the one thing I was really looking forward to in a mischievous sort of way was people going to the Orleans to get on a shuttle, that, you know what I mean, to get down uh, to the, the arena, all of this excuse nah, me, stadium. It, I, it's going to be Tropicana, Russell, right. and the 15. Pff, Forget who, about that, it. That could be our next big dig. And, and by the way, that's my, again, neck of the woods. Like, that's to get to the stadium, like, in nowadays, right, when nobody's out there, it takes you, like, seven minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. Just go straight down, oh, Russell. Great, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah! We love it. Vegas is opening up. <laughs> as long as it still smells like weed, like, right in that little corridor, we're good. And, and the dueling terrible herps don't ever go to war. I think it's going to smell like weed a lot more down the road. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to try to grab some of those buildings. But, but uh, there, there should be a dispensary or two down there. That that only makes sense, right? Especially if you're if you do have to drive to the game in some form or fashion, you are going to want to, as Mark McMillan said yesterday, uh, you may want to be uh, blazing up a little bit to chill. That's what the kids say. That's well, he's you know, he's an older guy like myself. <laughs> These things happen, John. We're not all hip. So, roads here are not great. You know where the roads really suck? <laughs> Terrible segue, but uh, my experience, I've only, no, I've only, it's not though. My uh, my the, the only issues I've had in towns away from Vegas that I would complain about. I mean, there's traffic volume in certain cities where I'm like, that's a living hell. But in terms of roads, uh, Atlanta's not great. Uh, Houston's not great. And we can fall back on the fact that we have an NFL franchise that is on the uptick, mm-hmm. right? They're going to have money. They're in an awesome city. It's a draw for players. We'll get to the angle put out there by one Vic Tafer, our buddy who works for the athletic talking about Gruden being a magnet for players and, you know, the explanation of why the Raiders would be on the list for a guy like Russell Wilson. We'll get to that. Houston's football situation, it sucks. It sucks. So I had planned on coming in just talking about the latest with the story out that David Culley, the new coach, talked to Watson, Deshaun Watson. 
they had a phone conversation. Dan Graziano from ESPN's like, yeah, you know, Watson reiterated, like, I'm not playing for you guys. Uh, Tom Pelissaro followed up and said, well, they haven't met in person. That was just a phone call, so maybe there's a little bit of hope. But right now they sit at a position where Watson's like, I'm not playing for you. They're not even talking to people, which is the most ass-backwards thing. I'm talking speaking to other clubs. Like, line up some options, you dumbasses. Tom Pelissaro, an NFL insider, said, the Texans remain unwilling to discuss Deshaun Watson with other teams some of whom have resorted to just leaving voicemails with trade offers. So the Adam Hill method. Adam Hill was going crazy yesterday. He was talking about the Raiders side of things. He's like, you just call on great players and those teams like every month, yeah. just in case. You know, his whole thing where he's like, offer the Chiefs 14 first-rounders for Pat Mahomes. Right. Now, they're not going to take it, but you just keep calling and calling and calling. Like the creep so, who keeps asking somebody out, you know what I mean? Well, no, not like that. No, that's different. <laughs> that's different. That's uh, Yeah, that's not good. So Watson and Cully, nothing's happening there. So then the Texans today released Duke Johnson. Listen, from a cost-effective standpoint, I think it saves him $5 million. He's more of a pass-catching guy to the backfield. All right. I mean, I'm sure that's not going to help, you know, Watson's mood. Like, you're getting rid of another weapon. You already got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Here's, you know, a good pass-catching guy to the backfield. In the last hour, they released their center. No, no, we don't talk about centers, right? But Nick Martin is his center. Nick Martin's 27, Notre Dame guy. He's played 62 games. He's allowed five sacks in his career. He's played 62 games. He's allowed, or he's been called for holding seven times. He's 27 years old. He makes about eight and a half million dollars. Rodney Hudson, as an example, great center, makes 13, 14. What are they doing? And you talk to NFL people, and they're like, they don't have cap issues. All right. Like, this guy's going to go on the free agent market now, and he's going to get more than he was making with the Texans. What are they doing? It's like they're almost doing it on purpose. You're just trying to piss them off more? You release your center? I, he, I, John, he, gave, he played 979 plays this year. One sack. They released him. The Texans. Right. What? I mean, I agree. Like, they, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to anything that they're doing at this point. And the point of like not even fielding offers to give yourself some sort of positioning, because I would think that as time goes on, you get more desperate to release and get rid of. I shouldn't say release, right? Not the actual term release, but getting rid of Deshaun Watson. The offers are going to get a little bit lighter, right? A second round pick turns to potentially a third round pick, things like that. So when you get three months away, two months away from the season, and Deshaun's still not picking up the phone. He's like, no, I'm not coming. Find me. I'm going to be fine. Like, I'm just not coming. You just put yourself in a hole because the offers you're going to get are going to be a little bit worse. And that might not sound like that big of a deal, but a second to a third is a very big deal. John, they already missed out on the Rams and the Lions. Right. They already made a deal. They already missed out on the Colts. So that's three teams down. Yep. Like, what are you doing? You're limiting your options. Take this seriously. Work it out or move on. Don't do what the Rockets did. I, I said it way in advance of the trade with the Nets. This is over. Stop trying to dig in and be the tough guy. Ownership is not like it used to be. There are players who have power. There are a select few. They can flex their muscle, and you are screwed into the ground where your trade partner options get down to almost zero. I don't know if that's where Seattle's going to go, but we got to get into this Russell Wilson deal. A lot of people are poo-pooing it, but these, this is a rift, a chasm between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson that goes back into at least the middle of this last season. He doesn't want to be traded, but that's an interesting move to give Seattle a list of teams that you will accept a trade to, and then we'll get into how that affects the Raiders and if the Raiders should be interested because Russell Wilson is interested in Las Vegas. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. There's a reason approved certified pre-owned Jaguars enjoy such an outstanding reputation. They were once new Jaguars. Hi, this is Ray Denardi. With the 100,000 mile approved certified warranty, pre-owned Jaguars still have plenty of life left in the tank. They're like new in every respect and waiting to take you on many more exhilarating drives. Come find yours today at Jaguar Land Rover Las Vegas, 6425 Roy Horn Way, or visit us online at jlrlv.com. 
Are you tired of constant back, neck, hip, or joint pain? What about those nagging headaches that just never go away? Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, or suffering pain from an existing injury or condition, Dr. Odell and his staff at Neuropathy and Pain Centers of Las Vegas, they can help you get rid of that chronic pain the safest way possible with non-surgical treatment. Don't let pain stop you from living your life. Call Neuropathy and Pain Centers of Las Vegas now at 702-257-PAIN. That's 702-257-PAIN or go to nvpainrelief.com. This Friday during the season, join us from 6 to 7 p.m. for the William Hill Radio Show hosted by Polly Howard. He'll break down all the weekend action, including the latest odds, matchups, and who bettors are backing the most. After the William Hill Radio Show, make William Hill Sportsbooks your home for betting with live continuous in-play wagering and the chance to bet from your seat and on the go with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. The William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app allows you to bet from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. For more information and to visit a William Hill Sportsbook and mobile sports deposit location, visit WilliamHill.us. Hello, Las Vegas. Clay Baker here with you. And now that you got the holidays over and everything is all cleared out, let Zero Res come in and take care of the cleaning for you. Start the year off right and get your flooring spotless. Zero Res has the technology to be better. And they are the industry leader for removing 200% more soiling, more germs, all the contaminants. And best of all, Zero Res makes customer safety their top priority with zero contact protocol. They wear masks, shoe covers, gloves, they practice social distancing, and they disinfect their equipment between appointments. Call Zero Res today, 702-840-3333, and ask for the Clay Baker Raider Nation Special. Zero Res will come and clean three rooms of carpet for one low price. Call 702-840-3333 or go online to ZeroResLasVegas.com. Minimums apply. For clean carpet, Zero Res it. C-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Call 840-3333. Hey Chuck, I know there are a lot of scams with online payday loans. What should people watch out for? So many of these websites might look totally legit, but they're far from it. And the borrower needs to be very careful to make sure they're dealing with a lender that's licensed right here in Nevada, like Dollar Loan Center. How do they get away with that? It's normally the online companies that are based out of the country in places like Costa Rica or hiding on tribal land to skirt state lending laws. And others are just lead generators who will just bombard you with calls, texts, and emails. Just be careful and do your research. That was Chuck, founder of Dollar Loan Center, with some very sound advice about online loan scams. We have over 50 local and licensed locations, and our friendly Dollar Loan Center staff are ready to help while keeping your information safe. Stop by or check us out online at don'tbebroke.com for all the details. Licensed by the Data Financial Institutions Division. Customer must meet the normal loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. Love a great steak, but don't want to pay 50 60 $70 for one? Make it yourself. Great steaks directly from meetupvegas.com. They have the best meat exclusively sold to the finest steakhouses, never sold to the public until now. Use the code COFIELD for a discount. Meetupvegas.com. It's M-E-A-T upvegas.com. Hello? This is Evil Bill from Big Bank. You owe the bank money and I'm going to collect. I'll call your house a thousand times a day and even threaten to sue you. I'll invade your personal space by yelling at you over the radio. I'll call your family and friends to embarrass you to try and find out where you are. I'll even tell you that I'm coming to your house or office to have you arrested. None of this is legal, but I'll say and do whatever I can to make you pay. <laughs> what? Oh no, it's the panda again. Fed up with harassing collector calls? We can make them stop. If you have debt, collectors aren't allowed to harass you. Call Peters and Associates today to learn your options to get out of debt and make the calls stop. Call Panda Law, 702-818-3888. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights, and you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by All Temp Refrigeration. For maintenance or replacement with reasonable prices, alltemplv.com or 702-239-0116. Five seven seven two six zero zero. Destined to heart with 
Hey, it's Steve Cofield here to tell you interest rates are at record lows and Vegas property values are through the roof. Me and a ton of you ESPN Las Vegas listeners were able to take advantage last year because of Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans. Thanks, Steve. It was an honor helping you and the ESPN Las Vegas listeners improve their interest rates and lower their payments. So many folks got to pay off mounting debts or even purchase their dream home. And I can't wait to help even more people this year. So call me at 702-577-2600 today before rates go up. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And call 577-2600. That's from the heart with Nova Home Loans. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777-362. Uh, you know, a lot of great quarterbacks out there. John Gruden looks at and says, where's mine? I just think that that uh, John Gruden is going to be looking for somebody else. I think Derek Carr could very well be gone. I think John Gruden has kind of restrained his nature the past couple of years because he's concerned that Derek Carr would crumble. Now, back to Cofield and Company, live at the Thomas and Mac. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, is very much into getting Derek Carr out of town. He's not here, but he's very concerned about Derek Carr. As uh, many people are, and then there's the car stands who love Derek Carr, so their heads are spinning again with some of the uh, Russell Wilson rumors out there. And it's more than a rumor. He gave a list to the Seahawks. Hey, if you're going to trade me, the Raiders are one of the teams that I will approve. Uh, congrats to the winner of our $2,000 February contest. It's Mike Bohannon. It's all thanks to the Vegas lawyers. Don't take a gamble on your lawyer. Call the Vegas lawyers at 702-707-7000 for the best in criminal defense, immigration, and DUI. Again, thanks to the Vegas lawyers for putting up two grand for our listeners. It's a pandemic! And we're giving away money. Come on now. That's pretty cool. Thanks to the Vegas lawyers. So Florio's with a lot of people. There are two, there are, well, I was going to say there's two camps. There's not two camps. Uh, there are camps that want Carr gone and an upgrade here in Vegas for the Raiders. And then there's the camp that says, hey, Derek Carr is a top seven quarterback, top eight quarterback. Keeps going up, by the way. Uh, fix the defense. Okay, you can do both. You can upgrade the quarterback and still fix the defense. But the story, again, is a discussion with Derek Carr and, you know, jumping from having a quarterback who's in the upper half of the league to a guy who's in the top five. Now that Russell Wilson has the Raiders on a list with the Cowboys, with the Bears, with the Saints, maybe with the Jets. I don't know. There were two different lists out there. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this? And what do you make of uh, the stories out there that right now Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are not getting along, and it goes back into the middle of the last season. Like, it's pretty intense. So, <clears throat> to start with the Derek Carr thing first, I've never really understood the the desire to drive him out of town, right? It, for at least for any other option, because that was kind of the thing, right? It was like, hey, let's get this guy out of here. We need a better quarterback. Okay, well, then who's it going to be, right? Because Derek Carr, I think, is a really solid quarterback. He can make any team like a Washington football team, right, with that top 10 defense. I think that would be a pretty decent team with Derek Carr quarterback. But it depends on who you're replacing him with. So if this is who you're replacing him with, I'm totally down with it, right? Like, this is this is great. Carr is a guy who threw for over 8,000 yards, 48 touchdowns, 17 interceptions the last two years. The only way you improve from that is getting a guy like a Russell Wilson into the fold. So I'm totally down with this if they can put together a package to acquire a Russell Wilson. And I would say on the surface, you might have the package because you have a pretty serviceable quarterback to make the swap, and you can maybe build something around Derek Carr in terms of a trade package, draft compensation, whatever, to go and get him. I, I would think that this is something right in the Raiders' wheelhouse that they'd be willing to do. John, on the list of the five teams, if the – Seahawks need a quarterback in return. The Raiders have the best option. Dak Prescott's really good. I don't know what Dak Prescott's going to be. Is he ready to go right away at the beginning of the season? And Sam Darnold for the Jets, it's a roll of the dice. He's not an established guy. So the Raiders are an attractive option for the Seahawks if they want a quarterback in return. And I I would have to think they want a quarterback in return unless they've got their eye on someone. You know, oh, Jameis Winston's going to be our guy. We're going to steal him from the Saints because the Seahawks are a team of now. They're not going to deal Russell Wilson and go, okay, we're going to go, you know, back to the drawing board for three years. Pete Carroll's, you know, 90 years old, which is funny to say that he's not 90. You think he's 68 or 69. Like, people look at Pete Carroll, and they're like, he's not that old. He is. You know? Just like, I don't know what the hell Belichick's doing. Right. Like, oh, I can wait. We're going to build. Okay. Like, you're pushing 70, dude. So, Pete and the Seahawks, I assume, are like, hey, we get rid of him. Like, we want to win now. We got we to gotta keep 
keep this going. We got to get a quarterback. All right, and he you he, you maintain your course. You probably take a small step back because when you watch this team, Russell Wilson does have a large load on his shoulders. But the team also becomes more of, I think, what Pete Carroll wants them to be, which is like, a, for some reason, in you know, power eye, run the ball on like 55% of the time and, you know, play action on third and long. Um, and at the same time, you can kind of maintain your push for the postseason while still going and acquiring a young quarterback because Carr's got two years left on his deal. He gets out of there after two years, or maybe you like him, whatever. But you're still in a really malleable, pro- like a really malleable spot if you're the Seattle Seahawks. And if you're the Las Vegas Raiders, the problem is that I don't understand Russell Wilson, clearly, it's like a relationship thing. If you're coming to Las Vegas, are you not coming to, like, the exact same situation, maybe a little bit worse with the defense and the way that, that it's constructed? Oh, I don't, this is, battle is not over the defense. The battle is over how they're going to run the offense and if they're going to let Russ cook or they're going to be a run-heavy team where Russell Wilson is not running all over the field. Right. Um, you know, he's going he's gonna to get rid of the ball more, you know, uh, quicker, and they're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. No, I just mean from a situation of winning. Like you're kind of, it's kind yeah, of a I, lateral move. I mean, I heard I some mean? of that stuff that, like, I heard someone. Uh, Adam Schefter was actually on a radio show a little while ago, and he was saying, uh, you know, he had heard that Russell's tired of losing. Like they're not losing. Right. What they're not winning the biggest games in the biggest moments, but they're not losing. But, um, I think he, I, I think he's tired of decisions being made in the midseason, middle of the season, to change the offensive philosophy when he was hot as a pistol, and they they didn't ask him. And then when he's like, hey, let me sit down with you. The the story in the Athletic is, hey, they. They met before uh, the Arizona game, um, and he gave all his input, and basically he was ignore, uh, ignored, and he got all pissed off and stormed out of the room. Well, and, and that's part of the thing, too. It's funny. He had one – after he had got up to that really hot start in the uh, in this last season, there was one game in which he had, like, a poor performance, and immediately after the game, Pete Carroll comes out, and he's like, yeah, you know, we probably got to get back to the run. <laughs> like, what? He said, and he said it again after the season. <laughs> right. When he was talking about his new uh, offensive coordinator, he's like – Yep, run, run, run. <laughs> what, what? You have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. You are scoring a million points a game, but I, I guess I could understand sort of what he. You know, let's. We got to continue on this. Uh, up next, though, we we flip things. We have got to get into a little bit of what's happening with high school sports. I mean, that's a big deal in Nevada. These kids haven't been playing sports forever. People and parents have been really pissed off about it. We're going to talk to Ray Brewer. He's the guy in the market uh, when we're talking high school sports. He works for the Las Vegas Sun. Well. Ray will fill us in. I, I don't know what's happening. I guess they're going to roll the football out there, and other sports are going to start up really soon. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account, and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today, and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Start the year off right at Finley Volkswagen Henderson. Right now, lease a 2020 Jetta for only $199 per month. That's right, a 2020 Jetta 1.4T for only $199. Plus, they can curbside deliver and the entire transaction can be done online and over the phone. Meet me at Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall or check us out online, finleyvw.com. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, $24.99 due at signing, 39 month lease. Excludes tax, title, license, and dealer fees. Offer expires 3 1 Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-375-2922. 800-375-2922. 800-375-2922. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Now, back to Cofield and Company, live at the Thomas and Mack.
Yeah, I am lost on what's going on with high school sports right now and the return. John, you have a young child. I don't have any. Ray Brewer covers this stuff with the Las Vegas Sun. He's covered it forever. What's up, Ray? Hey, good afternoon. How are you guys? It's a big honor to be on with JVT, so that's very cool. Yes, yes, no doubt, no doubt. We're lucky to have him here as a co-host. Uh, all right, Ray, so give us the latest on uh, the developments the last week or so. What is happening? When could we possibly see high school sports rolling out there in Nevada? So Nevada is one of the last states to bring back high school sports after uh, pandemic closures, and it took a great effort by uh, parents and players and coaches on social media and everywhere to get to where we're at. So the spring sports season, we're talking baseball, softball, track, girls' golf, volleyball, swimming, that's going to be contested over six weeks with games starting April 2nd. No state championship, uh, no playoffs, just six weeks of games. Uh, have a good time. Everybody's thankful to at least get that in because remember last year when the pandemic came down in mid-March, kids were literally pulled off the bus on the way to games and they had their season canceled. The high school basketball season, the high school wrestling season, that's, that's never going to happen. Those kids have lost a chance to play, which is awful. You know, senior night, you walk out with your mom and dad. It's, it's a memory that they, they cherish forever. And seasons in the fall, or sports conducted in the traditional fall season, they're going to be replaced with what they're saying, intramurals. And so when we were kids, right, when you went to college at Rutgers, intramurals was like Sigma Chi versus Delta Chi playing softball. Well, for CCSD, intramurals is a – a uh, fancy word for practice, and you're going to get 20 practices. For football, that's in pads, and that will include seniors who lost the season, but they're not going to get the play against anybody. So there's a lot of kids out there, especially the, the seniors who, who are losing the year of competition, and they've been very vocal, but it doesn't look like anything's going to change for them. Ray, do you think that's the right decision on football? Uh, you know, I, I – I, I like how the NIAA kind of brought back this uh, six-game season, which the other 17 counties and school districts are, are going to be part of. So Pahrump is going to get to play, for example, here in southern Nevada, because then at least you'd get an opportunity to go out there and compete against some other schools and get some of that pantry of you know people in the stands and you know just lining up with your brothers. Um, and I even liked how they structured it to where the last game would be some kind of like friendship bowl in lieu of playoffs. And, and that would give kids an ability to get some film for colleges and to stay active. And if you think about it, if you're a returning player, the fall season would be right around the corner. So you'd be even bigger, stronger, and faster. But we couldn't get that launched here in Clark County. The start date would be next Friday. You'd have to get in 10 padded practices, uh, which is a bylaw of the NIAA to play. And it's just not feasible because the high school kids aren't going back to school until late March, and you have to be physically in school to play a season. So there was no way to get games in. The best they could do is salvage with uh, 20 practice padded practice. So it's like a spring football type of thing now. So, Ray, this is all going to go down, but, but what is the process of making this happen in terms of safety? Is there going to be testing? Will it be for practices, before games? What's the process there? So, so that's a great question. Um, when Governor Sisolak last week announced that contact sports could resume, which kind of paved the way for football to return in, in all the counties except here in Clark County, he said it has to come with weekly testing for players and coaches. So um, if they started practicing Friday, last Friday, that would mean today there would be a lot of athletes getting some players and coaches. Don't know how that's going to happen. I heard from one coach uh, in Overton who told me he's got no idea how his team's going to get tested. But the plan is to test all these kids at least once a week. And, you know, we've seen it with college football and pro sports. Positives are going to happen. So the next question is, is how do you handle those positives? And, and I think that's a bridge they're about to cross. For CCSD, they're also going to be tested once weekly. Um, again, the spring sports season is the only one in play with games. But – I would assume there's going to be some positive tests and some more games that are canceled. So I'm curious, maybe you don't have the answer to this, from a funding perspective, how does this work for these, these schools and these entities, right, like in terms of testing? 
so that that's one of the good things is that when uh, the federal government is passing stimulus packages, there's been monies in there um, for, for testing uh, for all the schools. So with school really getting kicked up uh, on Monday with pre-K through third grade, there's going to be ability to test a lot of people, um, a, a lot of teachers. And you got to also remember that a lot of the educators have already received both vaccine shots. So I think you're going to see a lot of testing ramped up within the school district uh, to make this work, uh, just physically being in the classroom. So, Ray, how angry are people in Clark County with the uh, football? Oh, bro, they're just – my heart goes out to these kids, Steve. I mean, I, I could only – it, it, it would be – I think it's easier pill to swallow if you looked out and all these other states were also not playing. But when you see 40-plus high schools contest the football season and know that you weren't one of them, that's where I think the pain really sets in for these kids is they want to know why was it able to work in another state and why wasn't it able to work here? And, you know, depending on, on your viewpoint, you know, the, the school system and the NIAA and the state, a lot of people say they, they fumbled and they didn't handle it right. But I think, you know, looking at the other side of the equation, you have to remember, you know, Nevada was in the in the red for high positivity in, in, in COVID cases, and they were trying to do everything to bring it down because you got to remember our ICU hospital capacity uh, is one of the nation's worst. Um, at, the, at the height of the pandemic in the fall, we had to borrow ventilators from California. So it's not like they, the state could have taken this risk to have high school sports to potentially up the risk. But at the same time, there was a way to make it work, and, and, and they did. So I think it was just all timing. And, you know, it's easy to play Monday morning quarterback. It really is. And, you know, it's just, again, these kids are the ones that are suffering, and that's, that what, that's what really sucks, you know. Ray Brewer's with us. He's at the Las Vegas Sun telling us the uh, story of high school football around Nevada and specifically here in Clark County. We'll uh, flip to a different direction, and I wanted you to detail the story you did on uh, is there a dude trying to walk on a UNLV football who's a little bit older than the average <laughs> recruit? Yeah, he's, he's 41. And Steve, we've known each other for a while. I just turned 45. And some mornings, brother, when the alarm rings, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did it become 6 a.m. so quick? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and here's this guy, Jeremy Lamb, who's, man, just got a ton of energy. And he loves UNLV football, and he's determined to be part of the football program. He was a wide receiver in high school at Silverado in, in 1998. Silverado did nothing but run the football in those years. So he very little reps. And like most guys, he got out of school, and he was working, you know, a bunch of odd jobs, parked cars on his trip, did some – some construction, but he lost that that burning desire to be part of the football program. And, you know, he's always into fitness, worked out at a gym, saw a lot of athletes. And, you know, when Tony Sanchez got the job, he was so inspired by, you know, Tony's like, hey, we're Vegas' team, we're going to do this for Vegas mentality. But he was like, you know what, I want to be part of this. And so he started the process of trying to walk onto the team as a, a guy in his late 30s. And he he tried one year, he got quit, he got cut, and he kept coming back and coming back. And, uh, and now he's trying to walk on. The tries are literally going on right now. Um, and it's, it's a really inspiring story. I mean, you don't see people who are 41, uh, you know, many playing, you know, in the NFL. So uh, the guy's in great shape. Um, it's just, you know, he hasn't been tackled in 20 years. And, you know, he might not even have been a Division I athlete to begin with, but for determination and desire, I mean, off the charts. You're not going to find anybody who wants to do this more than this this guy. I'm actually surprised that one of the elite tackles from Silverado in that same era, a year younger, uh, that Adam Hill has not tried to walk on. No. Yeah. Yeah. Adam yeah, did. Adam I, did. Adam actually did play tackle, and he always claims that uh, technique-wise, he was he was just brilliant. But his rec specs used to fog up, and uh, he just didn't have the hunger. Which tackle? Offensive, defensive. Offensive. Okay. Yeah, offensive. Uh, he, he, tells the story, he, he tells the story of getting uh, pancaked the wrong way by Frank Mir. Well, that works out. I wonder if they knew each other, if they played on, on the same team. Surely they did. I will, I will reach out to Adam Hill, who's not on today, and find out. Everyone, everyone knows Adam. Everyone knows Ray Brewer. You guys are the big stars in the newspaper biz in town. 
Yes, yes. I he chuckles. <laughs> I want to know what's better, getting pancaked by Frank Mir or being given amino acids in a practice by DeMarco Murray because uh, that's, that's what right, happened yeah. to me. Yeah, John was, uh, John was a uh, – you were a big guy too. You were a big guy, right? How, how much did you weigh in high school? Like 280. Hello. 280, Ray, 280. Let's do it. Wow. I know. Well, you thinned out, though. That's outstanding. It's a dream of many of us in the yes. COVID-19 era where we <laughs> many of us have put on that 19, right? Yes. And a lot of people have lost weight. I found it because I've gained all of it. Uh, Ray, we appreciate it. What do you got coming up here uh, next couple days in the Las Vegas Sun? I've got a, a, a story I'm actually pretty excited about uh, in Sunday's uh, newspaper where I kind of took a look at some of the, the charity that the Raiders have done in their first year in town and some of the causes they've helped out. And it's just, it was just eye-opening. I know that you know these NFL teams have a ton of money and they're very generous but I just didn't realize all the cool things that the Raiders did to help our Valley with whether it was healthcare or food insecurity or, you know, high school and youth sports to, to, to you know, women in construction. And I, I detail a lot of that. And it's, I, I thought it turned out to be a good story. So I, I'm glad that I could talk about it here a little bit. Ray, appreciate it. Have a good weekend. All right, homie. Thanks guys. There he is. Ray Brewer, Las Vegas. Son up next. We're going to go out to California. We'll, Talk a little California football. It is much different there. They are going hog wild. Like, they're really going to try to play high school football, but a lot of, a lot of challenges to deal with. We're going to lean on our uh, Southern California high school experts, Alex Crawford and uh, former Oregon State tight end Howard Kroom. Join the conversation on Twitter at Cofield & Co. The Chevy Silverado Trail Boss is designed to stand out. Because when you have a two-inch lift... Goodyear Duratrack tires and an integrated dual exhaust. The last thing you'll need is a road. The Chevy Silverado Trail Boss, ready to off-road right from the factory. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cashback points for every wager made, win or lose, on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights, and you can catch all of the action on 12:30. The game brought to you by All Temp Refrigeration for maintenance or replacement with reasonable prices. AllTempLV.com or 702-239-0116. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. In life, there is no stopping. Don't stop. But if you do, make sure no one. Is behind you. All clear. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. DQ presents How to Find Meal Fulfillment. First, order the delicious new rotisserie-style chicken bites from DQ. Then, feast your eyes on these unbreaded, tender, juicy, 100% white meat beauties. Next, take a bite of the bite. Realize that unbreaded chicken loaded with flavor is finally possible. And last, call your boss and ask for that promotion. You may have started last week, but hey, if chicken this good is possible, anything is possible. New rotisserie-style chicken bites are now a DQ. Happy tastes good. Love a great steak, but don't want to pay $50, $60, $70 for one? Make it yourself. Great steaks directly from MeetUpVegas.com. They have the best meat exclusively sold to the finest steakhouses, never sold to the public until now. Use the code COFIELD for a discount. MeetUpVegas.com. It's M-E-A-T-UpVegas.com. Lawyer up. If you've been charged with a crime or DUI, don't gamble with your lawyer. You need an experienced lawyer who knows how to deliver the most effective defense and get results. Call the Vegas Lawyers at 702-707-7000. That's the Vegas Lawyers, 702-707-7000. TheVegasLawyers.com, 702-707-7000. Lawyer up. 
When you buy or sell a house with Homie, everyone wins. As an official partner of our Vegas Golden Knights, we'll call it our Homie Ice Advantage. You'll save thousands because Homie agents don't charge high commissions. Your experienced local real estate agent will help you through every step of the buying or selling process. Plus, if you're selling your home because of COVID-19, Homie will waive your $2,500 listing fee. Win, win, win. Homie has your back. Text Knights to 88588 to buy or sell with Homie. Homie is an equal housing opportunity provider. Brokerage license number B144145. Did you know that you can get pest control for your home or business that doesn't use any harmful chemicals? Nothing could be more natural than Mother Nature's solution for pests, cats. Adopt a working cat from the Animal Foundation to help eradicate your pesky pests. The Working Cat Program is designed to save lives while providing free, eco-friendly, around-the-clock pest control for local homes and businesses. Visit AnimalFoundation.com for details. Generously funded by the Dave and Cheryl Duffield Foundation. Nick here with Stefano's. Ditch the burger and fries and go Greek. Stefano's Greek and Mediterranean Grill with three valley-wide locations is the perfect alternative. Not only is the Mediterranean diet far healthier, the food at Stefano's tastes great. Stefano's menu has the best tasting euros you'll find anywhere. Or maybe you prefer mouth-watering kebabs or shawarmas, falafels, and more. Order ahead using our new app and receive $5 off your first order. Or order online at stefanoslv.com. Stefano's, since 1998. Real food, real fast, real healthy. Both were prosecutors in the Clark County District Attorney's Office, each with 25 years of experience. One was Chief of the Special Victims Unit, the other Chief of the Homicide Unit. Both dedicated, both respected. Together, they are Craig Hendricks and Frank Como, the Vegas dream team for criminal defense you need in your corner. Call 702-222-9999 or visit VegasDreamTeam.com, a division of DeCastro Verde Law Group. Get exclusive month-end savings on 2021 Nissan Titans by texting TITAN to 59457. Save thousands. Text TITAN to 59457. Planet Nissan must sell 10 more before end-of-day Monday. Text TITAN to 59457. The cast iron skillet, the barbecue reverse here, Pittsburgh style. I'm doing it all now with my steaks. Thanks to MeetUpVegas.com. Great steaks deserve special care. And MeetUpVegas.com is where you can get the best stuff. This is not grocery store meat. Never sold to the public before until now. It's MeetUpVegas.com. Vegas.com, M-E-A-T, Vegas.com. Specializing in USDA-graded prime and certified Angus beef. Plus, they've got supreme chicken, lamb, turkey, and pork. You go to MeetUpVegas.com, use the code COFIELD for a discount. Go there now, MeetUpVegas.com. It's MeetUpVegas.com. It's Good Times with Mr. Sunshine. Brought to you by Silver State Schools Credit Union. Prioritizing people over profits. Let's continue our discussion of uh, high school sports returning. We just talked about Nevada. Now let's get to California. And uh, the guys I lean on as experts, especially in Southern California, are uh, Alex Crawford and uh, former Oregon State tight end Howard Kroom. Guys, we've got a lot to get into. There's a lot of unknown here. But the good news is, and we'll start with you, Alex, that at least the initial indication is the thresholds have been met. And I think it's now 34 or 58 counties in California have approval to move forward with high school sports. Yes, the pa- the pathway has been cleared. One week ago, Gavin Newsom made the biggest announcement thus far in the return of high school sports where he actually laid out a framework for high school sports to return. And then on Tuesday, the case rates per 100,000, and that's the metric that they're using um, to determine whether sports can be played. The case rates per 100,000 dropped below 14 in, in many counties, including Los Angeles County and Orange County. Um, and that gave the green light to high contact sports like football, which is probably the main sport we'll discuss, but also water polo, um, which is of interest to a lot of people in Southern California. I do water polo broadcasts as well. So I had my eyes on that, but the case rates dropped below a certain amount below 14 per hundred thousand. So that opened up the pathway for sports to return, but there are still hurdles. There's a weekly testing component. Kids have to be tested weekly. And the big question mark that remains is, Yes, they have to be tested weekly. So a school that Howard and I call games for, Newport Harbor High School, Go Sailors in Newport Beach, California, they're going to get tested Monday at 1 p.m. with the nasal swab. What happens if the left tackle tests positive? What's the protocol then? Is it a position group quarantine? Which, let's be honest, this isn't pro football where they're really contact tracing and really tracking. This isn't even college football. I've worked out with these high school kids like the position groups are co-mingling. You know, they're not going to be able to do that. So then is it just isolate the kid? Is it isolate the whole team? Is it cancel the game? 
And that goes down district to district. And as far as I know, we don't have guidance on that yet from the district. So that's kind of the big hurdle right now and the big unknown that worries people about games actually being played is what happens if the quarterback tests positive, does that shut the whole game down or can the QB just go and isolate? And how many days does he have to isolate? So there's all these questions. That's, that's the, that's the big unknown right now. Howard, your reaction. Yeah. Well, I mean, in addition to, to what Alex is saying, and I don't even think that that's going to be such a big deal. I think it's something that um, people are kind of worried about, but I don't know, like, was it a big deal in Nevada? You know, like how did Nevada handle it? How did Texas handle it when an offensive lineman tested positive? You know, did the whole position group shut down? I I, I didn't never hear about that. So I think it's going to be okay. I think they're going to find a way to, to react to it. But another question that we're having in Southern California is it's going district by district. So LAUSD, you know, one of the largest districts in the country, uh, Los Angeles Unified, their superintendent gave the go ahead on for Monday, Monday, March 1st. That's when conditioning is going to start. You know, you got to have two weeks of conditioning before you can have um, a football game. So they're going to be two weeks out from that. But um, I mean, the real question is, what about another district like El Monte? That's a that's an area in Southern California, right outside of Los Angeles. Their their school district is saying we're not going to play. We're going to opt out. They said that they've had. Um, football players too in their district who have lost mothers to COVID. So it's been, they've been very hard hit by it. They're not going to play, but they have in their league, which is the mission Valley league. They have member schools that are not in that district. So what's interesting is some schools within that league who are not in the district, they'll play non-league games, you know, in the area where I come from long beach unified school district. Well, we have Compton high school in our league. So if, if our league, if our district wasn't playing Compton, who's outside of the district in our league, they could play. So it's really interesting, really weird. Who can, who can't play? We're still looking for a lot of answers. Alex, this is going to work. So I'm a little more <laughs> pessimistic than Howard here because I do think it's really important that these questions get answered and laid out. If tests are starting on Monday, if kids are getting tested, like just to use our high school as an example, and it does break down district by district, like it really does. It's super local. Schools are going to play totally different schedules and they might pair up like Newport Mesa Unified School District in Orange County is going to be pretty much paired off as far as I know with the Huntington Beach Union School District, and they've kind of they're kind of working together. We're going to play each other, and they're in the same league somewhat. But I'm pessimistic just because of these questions that are still unanswered a couple days out from the first round of tests. What happens if a player tests positive? How long is the quarantine? What happens if the player missed that test? Is there a makeup window? What if a parent refuses to test? Like I just I wish that these questions were answered by the district ahead of time. I heard that they're meeting and scrambling and you know in triage trying to figure this out but i do think it's important that these questions gets answered that's where my pessimism comes from but there is a silver bullet there is a a magic way that this can all work and that is if the case rate in any of these counties drops below seven per hundred thousand so it cuts in half again if that happens the weekly testing component is out the window there has to be no more weekly testing so if that happens then then it's in theory, full steam ahead. But (laughs) one more thing, there's one more pessimistic lining to that, and that is Gavin Newsom does still have the ultimate power if he issues another stay-at-home order, which I know there's a new COVID variant in California. Some are saying, what if he issues a stay-at-home order because of that? That would stop things again. So there's, there's, I'm up and down emotionally, right? Like, cause I'm excited for sports to be back, but it's like, oh, heck yeah, we got the green light. Well, we've got some hurdles. Oh, but if this happens, we're on the expressway. Well, they could just shut down the road. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm, I'm a little cynical too. And I think it's going to cut across, you know, one thing that's going to happen is it's going to cut across big programs versus little programs and kind of the haves and have nots on some level, you know, because I think the smaller school districts and smaller schools, they might not be willing to, to um, kind of do go the extra mile with the funding, even though the state's helping with the testing, they're still going to be, you know, they're going to have to buy new equipment. They're going to have to buy sanitation type stuff. So there's going to be extra costs incurred, but the bigger schools like the Trinity league down in, you know, Orange County, th- those are the, the, some major private schools that put out a ton of power five talent. They have at the Santa Ana bowl. So at the, at the college stadium, they have modern day versus St. John Bosco, two national powerhouses scheduled for the last game of the season on April 16th. I think they're going to do everything that they can to get to that game. Um, like I said, they're putting out a ton of division one talent. Scouts are going to be all over it. It's going to feel like a 
kind of a, a culmination of the year. Yeah, everything was bad and we, we had a really rough 2020 and 2021, but let's end it with this big fun game and, and put all our talent on display. And I think they're going to do everything they can to get to that. We're talking about the return of high school sports as uh, Alex Crawford and Howard Kroom in Southern California are on Cofield and company. Howard played at Oregon State. You just mentioned that you know elite high-level game. If you're a prospect in that game and you're committed somewhere, do you even want to play high school football this senior year? Man, that's the tough question. And we're actually seeing that all across, you know, Southern California. There's a, a big time recruit out of Bishop Amat um, going to University of Washington. I think it's Dyson McCutcheon. And he's son of uh, Dalen McCutcheon, grandson of Lawrence McCutcheon. He's committed to University of Washington and he's opted out. He's not going to compete with his team. And I know that emotionally, that's probably a tough decision because if you're going to college, that means you're a leader, you're a huge, um, you know, production guy, your team's relying on you. But you got to make a personal decision. And I think I'd like to say personally, I, I probably wouldn't play. I mean, it feels so selfish to say that. I, it really, really does. But at the same time, to play six high school games and people are kind of gunning for you, it's it's a tough decision. So I, I'm, I understand the decision to opt out. So, Alex, I want you to fill in the Vegas audience on what you've been doing. You guys together have been calling games, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, what do you mean games? They've been playing games? Yeah, they've had these rogue football leagues, and I use that term, you know, well, we're hyping it up a little bit. But, you know, frankly, you weren't supposed to be playing football. Talk about the leagues that you have been involved in, and it's pretty high-level stuff, right? Yeah, pirate football, you know, going rogue. But really, uh-huh. it was. It was. It's club football, and there was a couple of leagues, but the main one was Winter Circle Athletics, Champions League. And it was a club league that emerged in the vacuum where there was no, you know, officially sanctioned football. They played out on a field. They, they call it the Field of Dreams. It was built pretty much overnight, a turf field sandwiched between uh, an agricultural pasture and a gun range in a, in a part of Chino, Norco, uh, and Chino Hills where Riverside County met San Bernardino County. I say all that because it's no man's land. One county sheriff says, that's not our jurisdiction. The other one says, no, that's their jurisdiction. That's not our jurisdiction. So basically, there's this gray area, which was, it was really wild in a sense. It really was the wild west of football. But in the vacuum without high school football, club teams emerged. And one came about from the Sunset League, which is where Newport Harbor High School is, as well as Edison High School. Uh, but Howard and I call games for the Newport Harbor. So they asked us, hey, will you, will you guys broadcast our game? So we're doing uh, digital radio broadcasts of the Sunset Argonauts club team. And by the way, we're out in the middle of nowhere and there's teams coming from Sacramento and the, and, the, and the Bay Area, Oakland and all over the state to play. So some other teams got in touch with us and said, hey, can you broadcast our games as well? So we kind of just became the de facto broadcasters. We were the only ones out there doing that for a bunch of teams. We probably watched, besides the people running the league, we watched more club football than anyone. And to answer your other part of that question, there was elite talent out there. There was guys like Seven McGee, who's a commit to the University of Oregon, who, yeah, I'll play a club season. There was guys with D1 offers or committed to D1 schools that were out there playing this six-game club football, full tackle, referees. I mean, yeah, real real high-level football being played out there. Uh, I was going to say, Howard, this was – it was actually very important, uh, not for guys like Seven McGee or the guys we talked about earlier who were going to opt out of the high school football season. There's also that group of, we'll call them, you know, no stars, one stars, two stars who don't have an offer, and maybe their senior year is the year that they get they finally get offers. We actually talked to a kid who is a preferred walk-on now with UNLV who played, uh, you know, via Winter Circle, a kid named Sebastian McQuig out of San Diego. He's 6'5", 240, put on a bunch of weight in the offseason and just decided, yeah, I got to go for it. And now he's a preferred walk-on in UNLV. So that that uh, pirate football was important for the guys who are non-prospects or fledgling prospects. Absolutely. And I saw I saw the young man you're talking about who committed to UNLV on Twitter and just how happy and proud he was and just appreciative he was of that of that preferred walk-on, which he got because of his film from the Champions League. So there was a lot of back and forth in California. You know, some writers from, not going to say the publications, but the different publications in Southern California kind of, um, you know, poking at him saying, hey, you guys are against um, county guidelines. You guys are breaking state, uh, um, state guidelines and stuff like that. So there was a lot of criticism, but I really, really came to appreciate it because me and Alex will get to interview these kids after the games. And I was thinking it was going to be, you know, the big time superstars who are either going to college or guys who are just out there for themselves, you know, like 
uh, a stereotype of like AAU basketball. They only want to be for themselves. They don't care about the team, but it was the exact opposite. Those guys were like, hey, even though we've only been together for for two, three weeks, these are my brothers. This is my family, you know, blood, sweat and tears. I'm, I'm, I'm out there fighting with them. And it meant the world to them. So like you said, guys got preferred walk-ons, a lot of D2 offers. I mean, a ton of D2 and NAIA offers. So guys getting to continue their education as well as their football career. And that means everything to them. So it, uh, so much good came out of it, despite some of the controversy and, and backlash. Hey, guys, we're up against it. We could do this for a lot longer, but uh, time constraints today. So I definitely want to do this again. We'll talk some more high school football and high school sports down the road, and we'll start leaning on you guys for uh, Pac-12 football talk, which, by the way, the schedule's still not out for the Pac-12. So who knows what's going on, but it's a very tricky situation all over the West. Howard Kroom, Alex Crawford, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having us on. Always good to talk high school football, man. Those guys are great, and that was a good 30-minute update on what's going on with uh, high school sports and specifically football in both Nevada and California. Three o'clock hour is on the way as we'll get to the uh, weird, bizarre ending of that Nuggets game last night. And now the analytics nerds are under attack. This has been Good Times with Mr. Sunshine, brought to you by Silver State Schools Credit Union. Become a member today at SilverStateCU.com.